Hi, I'm Ankit Panda, the Stanton Senior Fellow at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace, and I'm here today with Van Jackson, a professor at the Victoria University of Wellington in New Zealand. Van, thanks for joining me. How are you doing today? Great. How are you doing, man? Doing very well. Good to be back with you on this podcast today. So, yeah. Van, I thought we could talk today about the U.S. intelligence community's annual threat assessment. Uh, the Trump administration skipped putting this out last year, but the director of national intelligence under the Biden administration put this document out, goes over major uh, threats to the United States across the world. And I thought it'd be fun for us to zero in a little bit on what the assessment says about North Korea. Uh, and, you know, as far as I remember, the language here is very similar to the last uh, uh, annual threat assessment that was public on North Korea. You know, the top line findings are unsurprising to those of us who follow this issue, right? Uh, the IC assesses that Kim Jong-un views nuclear weapons as, quote, the ultimate deterrent against foreign intervention. And separately, the assessment also notes that the current level of pressure, specifically sanctions pressure on Kim Jong-un's regime, is insufficient to require a fundamental change in North Korea's approach. So given the annual threat assessment sort of top line observations on Kim Jong-un's strategy, if you were doing the policy review for the Biden administration, which is supposed to come out any day now, how would that inform your North Korea policy? Well, the I mean, the first thing to note is that the content of this threat assessment is not super different from like any threat assessment about North Korea over time that I can remember. So, you know, like the fact that there's nothing new here is a little bit disturbing because the actual situation gets worse and worse over time. And you have to kind of take that as your entry point, right? If you, if you recognize that the situation sort of continues to deteriorate and how we're assessing North Korea and their trajectory is same as it ever was, then there's something wrong here, right? Like that implies that what we've been doing has clearly not been working. And so if you're Biden and you're coming out of this policy review, the, the starting point has to be that we have to do something different. The question is what? You can only really go in two directions, which is like maximum pressury, which Trump tried. Uh, and the, the DNI threat assessment implies that maybe there's some possibility of going even harder on North Korea than Trump did, uh, and that, that might jam loose policy change in North Korea. To me, that seems implausible, like oh, totally unlikely. Or the other direction is that you engage in some form of rapprochement, conciliation, right? Something with like a positive valence, taking you know diplomatic risks rather than military risks, let's say, in the name of something larger, right? It's just, it's the point is to deviate from the status quo because it's very patently obvious that it's not been working for us. I don't know right. how you read it. No, I think I think I think I share I think I share a lot of um, a lot of what you just said. Uh, you know, just just thinking on uh, U.S. allies, right? So one of the sort of I guess memes at this point in Washington when North Korea comes up is that hey, uh, South Korea and Japan have divergent threat assessments of North Korea, and you know that's that's something you hear all over the place, and it's and it's interesting in the light of this, and it's particularly interesting in the light of what the administration has said about centering allies in national security policy and particularly centering the views of Seoul and Tokyo in putting yeah. this policy review together. And, you know, on, on one hand, it is clear that the Liberal Democratic Party-led government in Tokyo and President Moon, who's now counting down the days till the end of his term next March, do have sort of different um, a, a different wish list for what they'd like to see out of the policy review. But when it comes to threat assessments, I mean, what's your take about where Japan and South Korea really sit when it comes to evaluating the military threat from North Korea? Well, the funny thing about, so South Korea is pro progressive government, right? 
they have bent over backwards to sort of establish a peace and reconciliation modus vivendi with North Korea. Well, I don't want to say peace at any price, but like that's the flavor of South Korea's policy toward the North. And yet they've really made little um, compromise on the defense policy side of things, on the force planning side of things, right? They move forward with these operational concepts for like precision targeted strikes, the kill chain concept, right? They're in, they have an incredible military that they're continuing to invest in primarily to deal with the North Korea threat. Uh, and if you're in North Korea, South Korea's military is a big threat to you, right? And so how serious are you about the peace stuff if your military is still positioned for war on a mm-hmm. daily basis? And not even war, but like rapid reaction strikes, targeted strikes. So um, South Korea, despite the like lovey-dovey peace talk, you know, they, they still appear to have kind of bureaucratic level hard line on North Korea. Um, and that kind of converges with Japan a little bit, you know? Right. So before we close out, you know, just just quick kind of one line answer from you. Uh, you know, we, uh, we're seeing the Biden administration take sort of bold action finally now on Iran policy. There are talks going on in Vienna. Obviously, mm-hmm. Afghanistan news was huge. When it comes to North Korea, where do you think North Korea is uh, pretty much, you know, is it a front burner issue for the administration or does it appear to be a back burner issue right now? Yeah, it's back burner right now. And it's going to stay there until it's a crisis. Also, that's the like the M.O. of every president for decades it's it's a back burner until it's a crisis right and the north koreans are very good at finding a way to put themselves on the front burner Uh, unfortunately van that's all the time we have thanks a lot for joining me today thanks man